Please take your Bibles and turn to Hebrews this morning. Hebrews, and we'll be looking, we're going to look at some verses in Hebrews today, uh, as well as some others, but Hebrews in chapter 2, you know, let's, let's consider this. If the, if the Lord made man in his image, and all that encompasses that, we're made basically with all the characteristics of God. Um, we even have the emotions that he had. We have a spirit. He has a spirit. We have a body. Jesus is uh, the body of, of God. And uh, so we obviously, I believe that God even has a soul. Uh, one of these days we're going to teach on that, but it's a kind of a difficult subject. Um, but think about this. When God created man, did he make man and then make his son to be like man? Uh -uh. God was always a man. He made man to be like God. He made man in his image, it says in Genesis 1.26. So God created earthly man to resemble the Godhead. And, it, you know, people say you can find God within yourself. And we say that's hogwash. But the truth of the matter is we have within us the workings of the God of heaven, uh, the same. You know, so it says in Philippians 2 that he went from the form of God to the form of man. That's what it says in, in Philippians chapter 2. And he became a servant. So when God said, let us make man in our image, in Genesis 1.26, uh, he said, us. So this is obviously, this is a reference to the Godhead, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Really, if you go back, if you go to 1 John 5, it calls him the, the Word. The Father, the Word, and the Spirit. And these three are one. So in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. It doesn't say in the beginning was the Son. It says the beginning was the Word. And so there's a big debate. Was Jesus, has he always and eternally been the Son of God? Uh, I have, uh, the Calvinistic peoples believe that. I struggle with that because to have a son means there has to be a, be, uh, a begetting. Jesus is the only begotten Son of God. When did that happen? Did God beget a Son in eternity past? No. He's the Word made flesh, so He became a Son as He became a man. This is how I see it, and this is found in Psalm chapter 2, by the way. Uh, it, it's a little confusing, but really when you get it, when you understand it, it's God's Word who is His essence, who He is, became a man, so Jesus proved and manifested who God was, your words prove who you are because a word is a completed thought. Oh, I spoke without thinking. I'm not so sure about that. We just spoke out of line. But as a man thinketh, so is he in his heart. And usually what comes out of your mouth proves what you are. So, uh, and like I said last week, you know, I'm not going to go into this too much, but all the heavenly hosts and realm are men. Uh, I, honestly, ladies, you'll be a man too in heaven because we all come to the perfect man, the Bible says, in Christ. And, and so, but that's a whole other subject. You know, we're going to be in his image. 
not Mary's, his mother's image. We're going to be in his image. We can talk about that in the future. But in, here in Hebrews chapter 2, it says, verse 12, saying, I will declare thy name unto my brethren in the midst of the church while I sing praise unto thee. Very important that we all do that. You know, when you're singing the songs, even this morning, when you're singing in the group, you are singing in the midst of the breath. You're not hearing other people sing. You're one of these. You know, so a, a saved person will do that. And then it says in verse 13, and again, I will put my trust in him. And again, behold, I and the children which God hath given me. This is Jesus speaking as a testimony. So then it says, for as much then. As the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he also himself likewise took part of the same. Do you see that? That through death he might destroy him that had the power of death, that is the devil. What makes men significant is that we can die, that we will die. Angels cannot die. They're ministering spirits. They don't have a body that can die. Now, I believe, that though, that someday God's going to make them die like men. I believe uh, even some way Satan's going to die as a man because they rebelled and they're going to suffer the same fate that the uh, wicked people that they seduced and enticed. They will have the same type of ending. But God says right here, Jesus, the word of God took on flesh just like us as the children of men. Why? So that he could destroy death. He had to die to do that. He had to become a man to, for this to be fulfilled. God had to become a man to die to destroy, what does it say? That through his death he would destroy him that had the power of death, that is, the devil. It's, a, it's really a beautiful thing here. Notice, uh, and I'll say this, we're talking about the incarnation. Jesus did not show up on earth, come down from heaven, uh, ascend, descending down as a 33-year-old man in perfect form. He did not do that. Now, God made Adam that way. Adam was made as a man, right? He didn't have a birth. He was created and made. Jesus was begotten. Jesus went into the mother's womb, the lowest parts of the earth. And talk about humility. And he, went, he became just like us. Isn't that beautiful? And why? So that he could do away with death for... Here, let's look at the famous verses. Turn to Isaiah chapter 9. Isaiah chapter 9. This is that famous song. Unto us a son is given. You know, that. what's that song? Handles Messiah? Yeah, okay. Isaiah chapter 9. Oh, and while you're quote, looking at that, it says, And the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld His glory as the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. He was begotten. All right, so Isaiah 9, verse 6. For unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. See, a child is born and a son is given. 
and the government shall be upon his shoulder. And his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. That's his name. How beautiful is that? Of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end. You see that? His kingdom will grow forever and ever and ever. There will be no end to the increase thereof and the... And of, the Fulfillment of peace. It's going to, it's amazing. Peace is going to grow in his kingdom. It's going to be wonderful. Now, this is what the Bible said. This is a promise to Israel that a child would be born. It's a hope of all men. Now, look over at chapter 7. How did this get fulfilled? This is Isaiah in chapter 7. How did this get fulfilled? Well, it's found right here in Isaiah Chapter 7, and look at verse 14. Therefore, the Lord himself shall give you a sign. It's interesting. When God tells man, ask for a sign, man will go, I don't want to tempt the Lord. That's what happened here. Ahaz says, I don't want to tempt the Lord. I can't, I can't ask for a sign. But then, when God's not telling us to ask for a sign, we're always looking for one. That's man right there. We're so confusing. Therefore, the Lord himself should give you a sign, and behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son, shall call his name Emmanuel, the virgin birth. All right? So what we just saw there is we, we saw the, the uh, in those two verses, you have the incarnation of Christ, and you also have the virgin birth coupled together in Old Testament prophecy and it's very important that according to the scriptures that you believe that this is true. You have to believe this is true. You can't be saved. Now, you don't have to understand it. You just have to believe it. That it took, it did not take a righteous man to save us or a prophet. No, it took the very Son of God to save us. And he had to become a man to destroy the works of the devil. So we read two weeks ago in 1 John 4. It says, hereby know you the Spirit of God. This is, if you, this is when you know that the Spirit is right and, it's, and the doctrine is right. Every spirit that confesseth that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is of God. That's how you know. The anointed one of God, and every spirit that confesseth not that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is not of God. And this is that spirit of Antichrist, whereof you have heard that it should come, even now is already in the world. 